to unpack more of the detail behind those market moves, I'm joined by Fahima Adia from Momentum Securities. Fahima, good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us today. Good afternoon, Analisa. Okay. Um, so, Fahima, let's talk a little bit about the, the, the market moves this morning. Upbeat in Europe, but choppy the JSE today. What's um, leading these market moves? Uh, yes, so the JSE is marginally up today. There has been a lot of volatility over the past week, uh, particularly in South Africa after the Constitutional Court found the president in the wrong uh, on the Palapala debacle. But uh, the JSE does seem to have bounced back and is faring better. Global markets have been doing better uh, this week. That's been driven by the Fed coming back with less hawkish comments last week, saying that interest rate hikes would likely uh, begin to slow. And then in China, we have authorities saying that COVID controls would ease up and uh, they would be allowing more people to quarantine at home, uh, which was also a favorable development for the markets. Uh, looking at commodities, oil has been quite volatile this week at the OPEC meeting on Sunday. Uh, it was decided to maintain the current levels. Uh, the price cap on Russian oil was finalized at about $60 a barrel, and uh, that did put some short-term pressure on the oil price, but uh, that has come back down today to $77 a barrel. Um, it has been trading uh, higher due to, uh, sorry, and then to move on to gold, gold has been trading higher, uh, uh, mostly due to a, low, uh, a weaker dollar and lower bond yields, which makes it more uh, attractive than to investors. Uh, however, yesterday it did come off a bit uh, after the dollar strengthened. Um, so, yeah, all in all, there's been a lot of uh, volatility across the board. Uh, and I think the market's looking to meeting at the Fed next week to get some definitive direction there. Yeah, so I'm also wondering about the local bosses just um, wrapping up for the year. Um, you know, after getting those, uh, you know, those indications from the Fed about what will happen next, are we expecting, you know, the markets to kind of quieten down as we head into the festive season? Um, really, shouldn't be any more catalyst, um, Fahima, moving um, that needle. Yes, I think we've had a pretty good uh, rally now. They, they usually refer to it to the, as the Santa rally, but uh, <laughs> we're looking... I think it's like signals from that meeting next week. And um, whatever the announcements are that come from there should definitely have an impact on the markets. Uh, though it seems for now a lot of it has been priced in. Uh, investors are expecting things to kind of uh, uh, quieten down uh, over the next few weeks, unless there's some dramatic changes or announcements made by the Fed next week, one would think that markets should be a bit calmer now heading into uh, yeah, the Christmas season. Yeah, and so I mean, what's, what's, what doesn't seem to be calm right now is the Emirates Telecommunications Company coming through and considering, um, you know, acquiring Vodacom or parts of the assets. It isn't feasibility study um, mode. It's also a rumor, Fahima. So, you know, we, we, we are at this yes. point. Uh, but let's just talk about the possibility of this, what it would even mean for South Africa's telecoms um, landscape. Because, you know, um, you know that, that money that would be coming in, that capital injection that would come in from the Emirates Telecommunications Company would be massive. Mm. Yes, uh, it would be a massive transaction. Um, so like you said, there isn't anything on sense to confirm that. And for now, apparently, it's private information. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, it is a lot said that we're looking to invest in Vodafone's African business to help boost uh, the international footprint. And looking to make a full or part offer for Vodafone's stake in Vodacom Group. 
but uh, apparently this information, like I said, is private. There was no official sense announcement, but uh, the shares of Vodacom were up by about 7% yesterday on the back of that news. And uh, Vodacom and Vodacom uh, de declined to comment on that, so we'll have to wait and see if there will be some uh, further communications on this one. But yeah, it could have the potential to create a very massive venture, and uh, it would be one of the biggest operators in emerging markets if it did go ahead. Yeah, I think somebody said something about buying the rumor or selling the rumor. I'm not sure which one it is. But seeing that rally is very interesting from investors because they do seem to be keen about the prospects of it. Okay, so today we did have um, consumer confidence coming out of FNB and Burr. It's still quite depressive, isn't it, Fahima? Like, it's, we're not reaching a point where there's genuinely positive sentiments about the economy. And maybe we can just decide that 2022 was not the year for that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, um, GDP growth for the past quarter did seem to be a bit more favorable, but uh, consumers definitely are still under pressure. There's uh, very high interest rates, there's still high inflation levels, record high unemployment rates. So I think the consumer is still definitely struggling in a very constrained environment. And we're, we're starting to see that in uh, banks' results as well. So, for example, if you look at EPSA, mm. uh, they've reported higher credit loss uh, ratios uh, for the past 10 months. Um, so you're starting to see that those higher interest rates are starting to impact uh, consumers and businesses. Yeah, and we could possibly um, see the fact that maybe as, as these banks release um, their results early next year, um, lots of impairments expected as well. I think um, it's one of those um, times, um, Fahima, where, you know, there'll be high interest rates, I mean, high interest income for the banks, but there'll also just be all these credit losses. And I think that will probably be the environment that dominates 2023. Yes, 100%. Um, it's going to have to be carefully balanced because like you said the higher interest rates does create that uh, endowment effect for banks so they do benefit from that but at the same time you're going to see an increase in um, credit losses and impairments because of the uh, consumer that's under uh, increased pressure so they do need to be careful in terms of um, you know how they extend credit and, and the credit background checks and, and that type of thing that they do to ensure they keep that in a healthy range mm -hmm. um, but for now I think that the, the outlooks for financials do look uh, pretty decent going into the new year. All right, so let's just talk about your stock pick now because your stock pick is one that's actually very evident of the fact that consumers are cash-strapped but also still looking to make some investments um, for themselves. So let's just talk about why you've chosen Transaction Capital today. Yeah, so Transaction Capital is, uh, you know, obviously a business that's been around for a long time. It's quite a strong, high-growth business that has quite an excellent management team has done pretty well uh, on the strategy and uh, executed that pretty well over the last few years. Recently, the price has been off uh, due to general market sell-offs, which we think now actually creates an opportunity to buy this high-quality uh, stock. Mm -hmm. um, so in our view, the growth of the next few years is expected to mostly be driven by Newton. So that was formerly Transaction Capital Risk Services and by We Buy Cars. Um, so the customer experience management service in Newton in particular has shown tremendous growth in overseas markets like the UK and uh, Australia since uh, COVID hit. And we expect that to definitely continue. On the We Buy Cars side, uh, that acquisition has been very good for the business. They've seen record volume growth coming through from that. And they're looking to increase their stake there by uh, to 90% in the next few months and also expand in Morocco and other African countries. While SA Taxi, one 
was under some pressure due to the flooding in KZN, um, they are starting to see some recovery there and expect uh, there will be more fuller recovery in 2024. Um, so all in all, pretty good business. If you look at the valuation, uh, it's trading at a forward P of 15.1 times. So in our view, we think that's warranted given that this is a very high growth business. Uh, if you look at the PE growth ratio, that's quite favorable at 0.6 times. And um, we believe there could still be ups upside of at least 40% from these pricing levels. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, Fahima, and for your insights this afternoon. Much appreciated. That was Fahima Adia from Momentum Securities bringing us your day's market analysis.